Adults only, explicit content, bad language, controversial topics, Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Dave. And Dave, this is semi-live because we're going to try and do that. Maybe we should just call it semi-not-edited. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, because not only did you have food poisoning this week, but then I have to go see Anthony Jeselnik and Infinity War and then go to a wedding. So I have absolutely no time after all that stuff happened with the food poisoning to be able to actually go through the show and do actual editing. So instead of streaming this live, we're just going to do it live, and it'll be the same kind of thing. Yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We will do it live indeed. So yeah, so how are you feeling after having food poisoning? Man, it was a rough, I mean, I would say it only lasted maybe 48 hours, like, mm-hmm. and I was perfectly fine when I woke up the next day, but man, what a rough day. And of course we had to travel to like doctor's appointments. Sure. Oh, <laughs> that poor doctor's appointments bathroom. Oh, Dave, look at that. Bad, Ian hates music, times, goes shit jokes. Look at that. Yeah, and this week uh, had to put an animal down, which I think we've oh. discussed a little bit of animals on here. Rough times, man. It's been a rough week. Wow, man. I almost feel like, should we just not even do the show? <sighs> you know what? Maybe maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, animals, man, it's the worst part about owning them. He comes that day, you know? Yeah, it does tend to, but I have nothing funny to say about that. No, there's no, no there's nothing funny for sure. It's... It was an outdoor cat adopted me, and I always thought like, uh, you know, animal deaths are really hard. But when you have like three little kids around, man, it makes it so much worse. I'd imagine. I would imagine. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I have no humor that I can take out of that. So this is a <laughs> great way to start the show. I must say, welcome everyone to Ian hates music. We talk about dead animals at the beginning of the show. Oh yeah, especially on the live shows. One. Yeah, exactly. So Dave. How about we go ahead and we get right into scene news, and I'm just going to try and do the song right now, since I won't be doing it in editing okay. and post, all right? Scene news time, everybody. <laughs> nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Thank you so, so much, Dave. Let's start off this <laughs> scene news. I'm going to try to stop laughing, and we're going to talk about periphery and Sumerian Records. Now, we started off, I think, a couple episodes, I want to say, where 
we did discuss already that Periphery was leaving Sumerian, correct? Yeah, I feel like that's the new trend with Sumerian. Yeah, and we had two rebuttals, I guess, towards that. We had the owner of Sumerian Records, Ash, we'll call him, because I will butcher his real first and last name, so not even going to worry about that. (laughs) But apparently Ash did an interview where he commented on what Misha from Periphery had said and about them moving on and everything, and what I got from it. And he was trying to hold back, it seemed. You know, he kept on saying, hey, I love the guys, but, hey, they're really talented, but. And one of the main things I took away from it was he was pushing the band to do arenas to become an Uh, arena rock band. He was pushing them to make money, which makes sense because he runs a label. So obviously he wants to make money, but Periphery did say before, that's not really what they wanted. They wanted it to be a project for themselves, basically. And that's what he apparently didn't like because he was like, hey, you can go ahead and play music for yourself. But you can do that yep. in the basement. Uh-huh. And yeah. what do we always say? We want bands to play music for themselves. And then if we like it, then that's all the better. If we don't, we move yep. on. But <laughs> his statement still kind of makes it seem like he's trying to change what they were doing to be more profitable, which is okay, but not what they wanted. Neither is it what we would want, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean... I think we've talked about that that nice balance, you know. I like I like to find that in bands. Yeah, exactly. And then Misha went ahead and came back and was like, "Look, we want this project to be our own. We're going to do our own yeah. thing. We were happy at Sumerian and, you know, Ash wants to make money, and we understand that. We never, you know, shot down ideas that he put up just because. We always went yeah. ahead and it's true. Ash actually brought it up that he had suggested something that they ended up liking and they actually ended up doing it. But what I thought was interesting was Ash brought up, hey, you know, a perfect circle are still doing their own thing and they're doing well and they're an arena rock band, but they're still being true to themselves. I don't think that's an accurate assessment because the only reason why a perfect circle is popular is because of Tool. I mean, they're yeah. popular because of Maynard. They're not popular... Yeah as a band that just became experimental and went out for the first time. So I'm not exactly sure you can use that as a good example. (laughs) Yeah, not a good example. (laughs) No, because it is really tough to find arena bands that didn't or started out really small, I guess, without some type of backing in a way, I guess. I I don't see Periphery as an arena band. No, me neither. I, I, I see them. I think they're pretty personal and like, uh, friendly band, you know, for, as far as I see on like social media, hell, didn't they have an April Fool song that came out? I mean, they're really yes. a, a people's <laughs> band, you know. They are, and like I said, and you've said, and we've said many times, we want a band to be themselves. We want a band to make music for themselves, and then if we happen to like it, that's great. That's and if we don't, then we just move on. So I actually, yep. I in a way still liked what Ash said because he was being open as much as he could be, about the situation he was going through. And then Misha, his response to that, where it was like, hey, you know, no hard feelings. That's just not the way we want the band to be. They'll probably self-release their next album. 
and they want yep. it to be a passion project. So fine, that that works. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're not going to lose anyone over that. I don't think they might not gain as many as they probably would have, but I, they're not going to lose fans. No, they're an established band, so I don't think they'll have really Definitely. yeah any issue with that. So then, nope. moving on, quick one here: the Ghosts Inside release a small video talking about how they had their first practice as a band, you know, since their terrible accident, and yeah. it was cool. But what I enjoyed i guess the most was that they were very open and honest saying look we're letting you know this but we are nowhere close to playing live yeah they were very they weren't transparent at all they were really upfront about it i really gained my respect too wait do you say they weren't transparent no they were very (laughs) transparent they were very transparent so i mean there's not much to talk about other than hey they are trying to practice but i'm assuming it took a fuckload out of them to do that oh yeah so yeah i'm not expecting they're doing practices every day or anything yep so it was cool to see yeah we'll see how it goes now we get to some more it's not a tweef it's just a regular old beef i guess we've got (laughs) buddy nielsen once again from census fail taking shots at franz from attila now this i guess goes back to call out two which we've talked about you know a few times on the show and Buddy now decided to talk shit again, I guess, by bringing up that years ago when he was talking shit about Attila, no one cared. And everyone was like, hey, you know, shut up and, you know, play and stop talking and just play. You should be lucky to be here, that kind of thing. And now people are like, yeah, social justice warrior. And I think that is very, very funny for sure. (laughs) Man, I feel like anytime we look at any of these, uh, any drama within the scene, I think we can usually guess. If you guess five, you're at least getting one of them, you know? Right. No, it's very true. And then let's go on and let's talk about what he said next. And I'm going to quote this, so don't get yeah. mad at me for the language, everyone. <laughs> Here's your trigger yeah. warning right now, all right? So he goes, nobody have my back with that Attila dude. That dude is one of those dudes who needs to get punched in the face. I am not a violent person. But if you are a person who is queer and you get called faggot, you have every fucking right to knock that person in the face. I am for standing. What did you say? I am for standing in your fucking space and taking it. I don't know. I do not like. I do not like a nonviolent, passive queer moment. Peace and love don't always get you a place of respect at the table. And I might have fucked that up a little bit, but I think you get. What I'm saying here and what he was saying, (laughs) and I got to (laughs) say, he's absolutely right. If anyone says anything to offend you, you have the absolute right to punch them in the face. Make sure when the cops come that you tell them that Buddy Nielsen of Census Fail told you you had the right to do that. It will go over very, very well. Yes, and if if, along with all these offensive words, but if someone goes out of their way and says the word whore, that band needs to go away. We can't have that. Nope. Get rid of it. Get rid of them. Get rid of anyone that says anything that offends you ever. Yep. That is always the way to do it. And I do, obviously, we are being very, very sarcastic here. I personally (laughs) would say, even though it is a little Neanderthal, but I would say I do kind of agree that if 
you want to take the risk of hitting someone in the face for something they say, if you can deal with those consequences, then maybe in some cases it would be okay to do that. You know what I mean? Like I'm actually not even saying, yeah, I'm not saying that. That'd be a risk you're willing to take, man. You got to get in there, you know? Right. So in general, I'm not saying that Buddy is necessarily wrong. He's wrong in the eyes of the law. That's yeah. for fucking that's for sure. So don't worry about that one. But in general, I do agree. Sometimes people don't learn their lessons and sometimes I, I think I've actually said this on the show before. Sometimes people do need to be punched in the face because that's the only way they'll learn their lesson. Pain. Oh man, there's so many people that I can think of. Man and I just say, man, he just needs hit in the face once so hard. Yeah, some people it's never happened before, and that's why they run their mouth all the time. But missing exactly. some teeth, maybe they wouldn't run their mouth as much. So I will Perfect. say that. But just to even bring things into real life a little bit, because obviously nothing's going to happen here. But to bring it into real life a bit, my buddy yesterday was in a bar watching a soccer match. And three people wanted to start a fight. They just came into the bar and they started making racist comments towards him. He stood up. Yep. They came over, surrounded him. He didn't have any help. Went ahead. The first guy walked up to him, looked down on him with a hat, and ended up hitting him in the head with his hat. Now, my friend hit the hat off of him because, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, I don't want anyone's stuff touching me. If you're going to invade my personal space and your hat hits me, I'm probably going to hit it off as well. Then, now knowing the guy had extra people around him, that guy then went to go grab my friend and put him mm. in some kind of a hold, but he left his face pointed upwards. So my friend goes, oh, well, I actually know how to fight and end up just <laughs> punching the guy in the face like a bunch of times. And his friends end up calling the cops on him. And he oh, got wow. in trouble, huh. even though he was not the instigator. He was actually being called racist words. And then also wasn't the one who started the altercation in the first place. Welcome to Boston. No, no, it wasn't Boston. It was California. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's the world we live in. So don't listen to Buddy Nielsen. Don't just start punching people in the face because most of the time you will not get away with it, even if the person starts to shit with you. Yeah, it, it's you really got to pick your battles, man. Unfortunately, it'd be nice just to battle and battle and battle, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Game of Thrones style. That'd be the dream. Uh (laughs) The dream. That is the dream. Not peace and love. (laughs) The dream is just to fight people all the time and not have to worry about it. Survival. (laughs) Survival of the fittest. That's right. Oh, dude. Yes, sir. Look at us, dead air and all. All right. Next up, this is a quick one, too, because it's not an actual story, story, but an insider, a quote unquote insider is saying that Apple is going to stop selling actual music downloads sometime in 2019. Now, I don't deny that this might happen, but I think enough people are still downloading music that it wouldn't start or wouldn't stop that early. Yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to have to be like, they need to put an announcement out like now. To say, hey, a year from now, this shit's going away. You better get Apple Music 
well, they're not going to say get Spotify, but hey, guys, get Spotify or get Apple Music right now. (laughs) And I mean, if you think about it, think, I I don't even know how I said that. If you think about it logically, it makes sense to say no more downloads for Apple because if they get you paying $10 or $15 a month for Apple Music, that gets in the people that aren't downloading anything right now at all. Yep. It's going to... It's going to take over, that's for sure. But I will say, I mean, for me anyways, I don't buy things from Apple at all. So for me, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I've considered going to Spotify still, but I mean, I've just been plugging away on Apple Music. I don't think I've ever bought... It's been a long time since I bought an album. Been a long time. Like off iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I got you. And I would not be surprised if people do move towards a more subscription-based service. That actually does make sense for them. Maybe not for the artists, of course, but for them, for the people that have the umbrella of music, it does make sense for them. So, Definitely. Now, a couple of quick announcements. Blink-182 are apparently back in studio and working on new music. The band Conditions may be teasing something because they've mentioned, hey, if anyone out there is still listening, stay tuned. And they've been kind of out of the game since like 2014, I think is when they initially yeah. broke up. But yeah, so. they did some reunion shows, I think, in 2016. So it's not like they've been gone forever. But that's a damn good band. I wouldn't mind having them back. Yeah. And by the, I, they're coming back. They're, they have to. I would think so. And then another quick one here. Killswitch Engage have had to drop off the remaining tour dates they have with Hatebreed and Convictions. No, not Convictions. Candiria. Wow. Wow. I'm just yeah. like... Switching words here. Yes, Candiria, <laughs> because their lead vocalist, Jesse, needs to have vocal surgery. So they don't want to push him. They want to make sure he has the time to do this like emergency surgery, apparently. Yeah, it's crazy how this is like a common thing now. You know, like back 25 years, this didn't happen. You basically damaged yourself or you didn't have a job. <laughs> yeah, people are really pushing their vocals now, too. Oh, for sure, man. Not doing it correctly and whatnot. And I don't know. Maybe this is even something more like genetic or something that he has to do. Not exactly sure. Yeah. But he did kind of have a fair amount of time out of Kill Switch where maybe he just wasn't ready for everything that they've been doing. Yeah, I mean, now and nowadays, like people really pay attention to their diet, what they drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, a lot more goes into it. And I mean, that's just how things go with any type of sport, any type of hobby, just things advance. And years from now, I can only imagine what we're going to be doing. No, it's very true. It's very true. So obviously we wish him the best and hopefully they're back quick for people that need to see those tour dates for sure. And then yeah, last up, I don't know if this is, it's not really a debate, but it is kind of interesting. So it turns out that Guitar Center has lost somewhere in the realm of like, 11 million dollars recently and then had to fire over a hundred employees and i don't necessarily understand why yeah i I don't i don't really get why yet either um obviously there's a big problem (laughs) yeah i mean is it because people aren't playing as many instruments as they used to like that's a scary thing yeah or people just buy used from like but you can buy used from guitar center too yeah, you, uh, you could, I guess. I just, I, 
I don't have a good guitar center even close to me. I don't okay. think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're one of the biggest, at least where I am right now. They're one of the biggest places you can actually buy equipment, use equipment, guitars, whatnot. I know they have other instruments other than guitars as well. Maybe it is, you know, has something to do with, you know, the type of music that people like now, which isn't as instrument based. Like maybe it's true. that's a possibility because I don't know where else, like with a normal brick and mortar store, a lot of times you can say, oh, well, Amazon has taken a huge cut or Walmart has taken a huge cut. Now, I'm sure Walmart probably sells those starter guitars, but yeah. they don't have like a huge guitar section that would be taking you know that away. Plus, in my personal opinion, and maybe I'm incorrect on this, but I would think at least what I love to do when I was buying guitars is actually go to the store and hold one. Like, I don't think I could buy one offline. Yeah, I mean, that goes with so many different things. Like, you like to be able to handle especially it's something you're gonna a tool that you're gonna use with your hands i feel like you really want to be able to get a good feel before you drop so much money on something like that you know like it's kind of like buying a bike online just no a bad idea right and to me a guitar is a piece of art as well yeah. so it was a lot like i have a bunch of guitars for when i mean i play guitar mediocrely at best but <laughs> i did enjoy playing guitar and i have some very nice guitars I used to love going to a guitar center and picking one up and playing around, seeing the feel. It's almost like it talks to you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not only is the sound that it makes, not only can that be beautiful, but also like the guitar itself can be very beautiful. Oh, for sure. I mean, if it looks good, you know, I mean, if you can suck, if you suck on a guitar, oh my you at least can buy one that looks good, you know? <laughs> if you can't play well at least look good man the way you said that sounded so incredibly sexual <laughs> i don't know if you know you said if you suck on a guitar like i know what you're saying oh. but saying <laughs> you, you can't oh. censor me this episode yep man. we're five Danger. years old we're five years old on ian hates music apparently but yeah i mean <laughs> it's a shame i don't know maybe someone else out there can tell me why people aren't, you know, buying as many guitars at Guitar Center. Maybe they had terrible investments and this just come and maybe ah, see look, I just tripped over. And maybe this is something that doesn't have anything to do with music in general. It just has to do with their business plan. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I don't know if we even see any uh repercussion off of this. Maybe it could get worse. Who knows? It could. That'd be very sad. I do yes, love going to buy a guitar. It's fucking great. I've never, I've never bought a guitar, man. Well, you so are a loser. <laughs> I should probably try someday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do. Do that live on the show. Oh, God, man. Yeah. I could probably... You know, if I try hard enough for about an hour, I could probably be on the new Fallout Boy album. Oh, bam. I bet you I, bet you I can play at least three songs right now. <laughs> well, do they even have... like? I mean, maybe they're the reason why Guitar Center is not around anymore. because they don't use maybe. instruments. <laughs> I know, fuck it. I'll but, um, just sit the guitar beside me. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Dave. I think that is enough for scene news now. You know, we've kind of flew through that, but we've been doing that lately. Like, there's only highlights of stuff. We need to get down to the real meat, the real oh, good yeah. shit, right? And I think oh, for sure. in order to do that, I think we got to go to some hate mail. So here we go. Mail, motherfucker. Bam. See? Did it again. <laughs> Don't even need those segment cues. We're all good here. So, Dave, it is 
hate mail time. And we have a question from Hater James. And I'm going to scroll down here and talk so that there's no dead air here. Here we go. Go into the prep sheet. Get it. Here we go. Hater James asks, if we could go back in time and see one band in their prime, who would it be? Now, obviously, prime is very subjective. So that's up to yeah. you and I. And then for him, he actually said that what he would love to do is go back to see Slipknot live after Iowa came out. That would be his okay. dream band to see live right then in that, you know, what was it, 2004, 2003? Uh, four. Four? Yeah. So yeah. somewhere around there. Now, I have seen them many times in that era. So I was very, very happy. If I'm not mistaken, they're the first band that I've ever seen do a wall of death and then also do the crouch down while the slow part is building and then everyone jump up at the same time. Well, damn. Damn. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious to know your answer to this one. So you got to go first. Well, I have multiple answers because I cheat. Oh, shit. Because my fucking show. And I cheat, so I have many. <laughs> well, I bet you I can guess what your fucking one is because you do the same thing every time. Uh, are you sure? Does the first letter, or does the first letter, is the first letter an S? Ooh, it's not. Oh, wow. Uh-huh, nice try, buddy. All right, that is my bad. I was actually yep. wrong on the show. It's kind of amazing. Yep. It would happen on a show like this where I couldn't edit that out. So Yeah, you'd edit it out and go back and be right. Yep. <laughs> All right. So this is what I'll say. So I am actually very lucky because I have worked very, very hard to go to live shows. I've always really taken that to heart. That kind of I know I think it was who was it? Was it Joe Taylor on a conversation? Was it yes. Johnny Frank? Yeah. Where he said Make sure you go out and see live music because you never know when that band will come around again or if, you know, are they going to break up? You know, you never know that stuff. So I've always actually, since the very beginning, kind of taken that to heart. So I have gone to a lot of shows. So I've seen Funeral for a Friend in their prime. I've seen My Chemical Romance, Slipknot, Ramstein. I've seen them all in their prime. So it was very hard for me to actually do this because I have actually seen all these bands live, but the issue would be whether they were in their prime or not. So that's okay. the way I'm going to go. Sound good? Okay. Yep. All right. So first one I'm going to say is Escape the Fate when Dying Is Your Latest Fashion came out before Ronnie went to jail. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's a good one. very specific time because I actually did see Ronnie do Dying Is Your Latest Fashion in its entirety when he was with Falling in Reverse, but Uh, it's just not the same. Not the same. Not the same. So, Escape the Fate. Next one, from first to last when Sonny Moore was in the band. That's a good one. That was my, I was going to say that one for my second one, Oh, that's good. Nice. Because I have seen them multiple times after that, but I would like to see Sonny there. So, that's the other one. This is the one that I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. It's a good one. And then I got one more. So I saw I Am Ghost after their second album came out. But that meant I didn't get to see, you know, uh, why I always, I mess up her name all the time. I think it's Kareth. Yes. When Kareth and Brian were in the band. Because that's when, you know, their first album came out. And that would have been a lot different 
than those we left behind, even though those we left behind was amazing. It would yeah. have also been cool to see them live all together. So there we go. Yep. That's my list. Dave, what do you got? All right. So this band's I'll, I'll never be able to see them in this form ever again. Mm-hmm. And I will never see this band probably. I don't know. I like to think I could, but Creed. I would like to see Chiodos, man. Ah, like, okay. You know, like in the, I would say 2006, you know, 05 through 08 in that era. I would I wouldn't even mind seeing seeing them with Brandon Bulmer when mm-hmm. they had the him as the lead vocalist as yeah. well cuz I love that album just as much as the other ones but right. you know just that original all's well that ends well you know that era man I would love to see that See that's where I can make you extremely jealous because not only did I see Chiodos with Craig Owens at that time multiple times Yeah I also saw the Brandon Bulmer one as well Plus, I saw drugs. Plus, I saw Chiodos again when they reunited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give it to me straight. Was Brandon Bulmer better live? No. No, he oh. was very good. I'll never take good? away. Oh, for sure. No, no. They did right. a great, great job. And that's why, once again, I wasn't like, oh, no, Craig Owens isn't there. I'm not going. That definitely yeah. wasn't going to happen. But no, Craig Owens has always been good when I've seen him live. Yeah. So I can't take away from that. You know what I mean? Yep. Fair enough. So damn, Hater James, thank you very much for the question. I very much enjoyed that one. That was really good. Oh, my God, Ian, what is this? I'm getting – do I have a new segment coming up? Man, you know what's crazy? If we had the sound effects, I would play the Stone Cold Steve Austin thing, like shattered <laughs> glass. Like, oh, no, who's coming into the ring? <laughs> Fuck, Dave. All right, you have a brand um, new segment? Uh, 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 yes, I do, Ian. Are right. you ready? I, I, are you ready? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, Ian. This is rapid fire, buddy. Oh, shit. I'm going to give you 10 questions. You have what? to answer within 10 seconds. Well, we have no timer and we have no nothing. Nope. All right. All right. I, I, I'll buzz you out, buddy. Sure. Ready? All right. Now, these questions also can lead to really good hate mail, so... Let's not talk about them too oh, wait. much, okay? Is this the one I was talking about before about like the porn stars that are our favorite? <laughs> <It's just laughs> <all about> that. <laughs> you wish, buddy. I do wish. All right, go ahead. All right, question number one, Ian. You start a super group. Who is your vocalist? Gerard Way. Gun to your head. Quote an entire song. What is the what is the song you're gonna quote? I I would die. I'm so awful at that. <laughs> the Simpsons is funny. False or false? Oh. <laughs> You're a son of a bitch. You know The Simpsons was good for like 15 years. <laughs> What's more reliable? Kurt Travis or a used Pontiac Sunfire? <laughs> the Pontiac Sunfire because at least there's something solid there. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Walden and Johnny Craig finally get in a fight. Who wins? Oh, Johnny Craig. What is the most overrated movie of all time? Forrest Gump. Oh, God, yes, you nailed it. <laughs> you are a new and upcoming band. What label do you sign to? Fearless. Who has had the best merch table merch table you have ever seen? Oh, shit. Oh, man, that's a good question. My Chemical Romance. Okay. 
If your penis had a song title, what is it? <laughs> Something about being super long. I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> Solid chub. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, Ian, final question. Who is the strongest character in the Marvel Universe? Captain America. I'll disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> rapid, not, not bad. Ian, you were pretty quick. Thank you, I, man. Dave, that uh, was actually really fun. I think you're going to legitimately hear like lots of surprise laughter on that one because <laughs> I was not expecting those for people that don't know. The only thing Dave told me was he was like, Hey, I have a new segment that I think is going to be fun. Let's try it out tonight. That's all I knew. I didn't know when it was going to happen. <laughs> and I had no idea that that was it. That was fun. Oh, you man. should. That should be maybe a reoccurring, like not every week, but we yeah. do that for like random times. I think that'd be fun. All right, yeah, I'll, just, I'll hit you with them random too. But okay, but let me ask you this then. Follow up. Yep. Who is, in your opinion, the strongest character in the Marvel Universe? Uh, Vision. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't even think, well, he's going to die anyways, so. Yeah, he's going to die. Yeah, he he's definitely going to gonna die. But I thought you meant just like as a general, like superhero, superhero. I never, convi- I oh, never right. considered. Wow, I'm just going all over the place. <laughs> I never considered Vision to be like a superhero you would follow. Okay, you yeah. know what I mean. But I Fair got enough. you. Yeah, he's definitely yep. dead. Oh yeah, he has to die. Yeah. I think he has to die because he is. I think he is the strongest, and it just it's unfair for him to continue on. Well. He's made of an infinity stone. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of need down. to rip that off of his fucking head and put it in that <laughs> fucking gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. That was that was a lot of fun. All right. Well, yep. Dave, we'll have to think of a random name for your random segment. But until then, I think now it's time for new songs. Now, I will say this. I might be able to have time to actually put the new songs in here the same way we normally would, but Uh I reserve the right to not do that. So we'll have a five-second break right now, and then that way (laughs) I'll either insert the stuff there and you won't even know it's a five-second break, or we'll just be going on. So here we go. Fair enough. All right, everyone. It is new song time, and we begin with Touche Amore. The new one is Green. Let's take a listen. Now we have Deaf Heaven, Honeycomb, the album Ordinary Corrupt Human Love, comes out July 13 on Anti Records. Let's take a listen.
Now we have the new one from The Word Alive, Why Am I Like This? The album Violent Noise comes out May 4 on Fearless Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Limbs, Father's Son. The album Father's Son comes out April 27 on Unified Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Dead Letter Circus. This is The Armor You Own. This is their first track since they signed with Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Roseview. This is Leap. The album The Misery in Me comes out soon on Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. And now we have the pop sensations, Bad Wolves, Hear Me Now, featuring Diamante. The album Disobey comes out May 11 on 11.7 Music. We'll be passing on this one, but let's take a listen. Gross. Moving on. Now we have the new one from State Champs. This is Dead and Gone on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen.
Now the new one from Brian Fallon. This is Silence on Island Records. Let's take a listen. Been quiet for so long And I found peace in your violence Can't show me there's no point in trying I'm now one And I've been quiet for so long Now we have the new one from Pride Lands. This is Any Color You Desire. Let's take a listen. Now we have You Know the Drill, Snake Eyes, featuring Joey Fleming of In Her Own Words on Scylla Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from friend of the show, Alteris, with another breath on Revival Recordings. Let's take a listen. Now we have another friend of the show. This is Convictions with Voices. The new album Hope for the Broken comes out June 1 on Invogue Records. Let's take a listen.
All right, Dave, we have a lot of new songs to talk about. Why don't you take it away? What did you like? What did you dislike? Maybe do we start with the dislikes first and then go to the likes? Ooh, man, there's so many likes this week. You Fuck know, I, yeah. let's go ahead and shit on Bad Wolves real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a lot to say about this. Go, go out swinging. Man. Well, what did I text you when I heard that track? You blame that song on my uh, food poisoning. Yeah. I said, Dave, even though you have food poisoning, <laughs> I just listened to Bad Wolves and I think I have food poisoning now. Yep. So, yeah. Now, this is going to be a little ribbing at Ty, you know, awesome producer Ty of Ian Hates Music. We had a big discussion about this and I'm going to let him come on the show again soon and he can defend himself and defend his choice in music. So, Ty, yeah. this is all in fun, of course. We're going to joke around about this a little bit, but Ty does, for some reason, enjoy this band, it seems, and was very adamant about sticking up for this track. And I don't know okay. why, so we'll talk about that later. But okay, I would say, for myself, that Bad Wolves should be ashamed of themselves. Oh my god, dude, for sure. Like, they should be utterly embarrassed at how bad yeah. that track is. That is one of the worst tracks of 2018. It is, man. It really is. Especially, like, if, I mean, if we're just talking singles we put out, it could be the worst, you know? So far. Yeah, it might, yeah. It might absolutely be. And who knows? I mean, there are other ones that can replace it, I'm sure. But holy fuck, man. That was really fucking bad. And then not only that, whoever, I don't know who the fuck Diamante is or Diamante or whoever the fuck. Yeah. They couldn't get a woman who could sing? <laughs> How fucking difficult would that have been? Like, I yeah. can give them a list. I'll go ahead and yeah. send the list of bad wolves of Kelly all the Quinn. great. <laughs> hey, this is 2018. You're not allowed to make those gender jokes, all right? <laughs> But man, wow, like, I guess, look, in my opinion, I guess now that Sumerian went ahead and they lost Periphery, if you want an arena band, pick up Bad Wolves. Yeah. I mean, holy fuck. <laughs> Just if you want a band that wants to sell out and make yeah. really shitty songs like this and, you know, do really well with the public and be a radio rock band that'll do arenas, then there you fucking go. Like, yeah. How dare Eleven Seven Music put this out as a single, man? I, look, they're going to do really well with it. Whew. That's going to do really fucking well. But that was a terrible, not only the, are the lyrics terrible, the production was terrible. Yeah. Everything about that was really pretty awful. So, look, this is what I'm going to say to you, Dave, and I know we briefly talked about this. But that first yeah. EP they recently put out was nothing special. In fact, we really didn't like it that no. much at all. Content, no. Plus, the new album that's going to be coming out is just their two EPs put together and probably like three songs like that. Yeah. So why Brilliant. don't we just, why don't we just ban them from the show? Banned. Banned. You are banned. Sorry, Bad Wolves. Not like you need our help at all. I'm sure you're going to do fine with the mainstream, but holy yeah. fuck, man. That was yeah. super bad. <laughs> wow. It's fucking bad, man. Yep. All right. What else you got? Um, You know, Let's let's go back to some goods, you know. Yes. This limbs song, Father yeah. Son. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, man. Yeah. No, man. I think limbs are going in a very good direction. And that's out this week. Holy shit. Mistaken. 
damn, that's awesome. All right, we'll talk about that in new albums and stuff, or album reviews, or whatever the fuck we want to call it. Our favorite yeah, part of the, the show. Uh, dude, Limbs, it makes sense that they're on that tour with uh, Under Oath now, because it does have an Under Oath vibe a little bit. But they're still bringing the heavy, aggressive. though. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Well, I got to say um, something about state champs before we go on. Oh, boy. Me, too. I have a whole bunch on that one. Oh, okay. Well, I want to say <gasps> state champs come back when you're national champs, all right? <laughs> got them. Got them again. <laughs> got them. <laughs> oh. no, I didn't hate that track. I, I didn't. I just I wanted to use that line probably since I was like 15, so. the time has come yeah so what do you have to say about the track um you know it's it was kind of odd their first single out state champs is uh obviously a punk pop pop punk like uh yeah pop punk like they're they're like a couple cents away from being a band we don't cover sure i would say i can get that. um but much more talented yeah, and they've been but, a lot. They've been around for a long time. Yeah, they drop an f bomb, which kind of caught Fuck me off guard. Fuck yeah, I like that man. Kept me on my toes. The word alive. Yeah, the word alive. Are they about to put out a really good album? I don't know. That track sounded a little bit too much like dark matter to me. It had dark matter vibes. I will give you that. But better. But it better. better. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I mean look. I, I'm hoping yeah. for the best. It was just to go from such a banger track, the last single, to that one where they mellowed out a lot. I was like, oh no, is this an Asking Alexandria? An Under Oath trick? Oh, hey, don't talk bad Ooh. about them. My mega bundle came in. So I have to, <laughs> pretend, I have to pretend like I love that album. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to ask you about that too. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's the same format. They put out a song they know the fans would latch on to. And the second one's one that people go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> true, true. No, I'll, I'll give you that. Now, let me tell you a surprise. Okay. I was really all about that Roseview track. Yeah. Really, like, that is a great pickup for Tragic Hero. And I think one of the reasons why I thought it was so unique was because I could have easily heard that as like an unclean vocals and during the chorus they bring in like the poppy clean vocals and whatnot. Yeah. But hearing those strained unclean vocals through the whole entire track and still have it be catchy, it just sounded yeah. really good. Yeah. And you know, Tragic Hero, they they need to do everything they can because let's not forget they do have I set my friends on fire on that. Oh label. no, don't worry. There are two albums that have come out already, so don't worry about it. Oh wait, they <laughs> haven't come out yet. Oh wait. <laughs> Even though they were promised what a year and a half ago, they still haven't done it. What a surprise. Wow. Shocked. A bunch of stupid dicks. Yeah. Uh <laughs> how about the Alteris track, huh? I was gonna say Friends of the Show for last, but you are correct. That Alteris track came with the fucking heavy. That was good. That was really good, man. Yeah. That might be one of my favorites of theirs altogether. So definitely, I can't wait. Like, I haven't heard any announcement that the new album's coming or anything. Yeah. But so far, anything new they've released has been fucking amazing. So it seems yeah. like they're going to really follow up with a very, very strong album. Yeah, I hope they really get the push they deserve, man. They really should. And I think they are. I think Revival is doing a good job with them right now. 
good. Plus, they're so, one of you know Misko's bands as well, so he's always yeah. great at promoting and getting them where they need to be. I just wish they would come, you know, tour the Northeast, not just Pennsylvania. Too poor, I know, shitty right? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So, did you check out the you know the drill song Snake Eyes? I did. It featured Joey from In Her Own Words, correct? Yep. Yeah. Certified gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was good. I also thought the one before that as well what was that Pride Lands. That was yeah, good too. Man. Yeah, yep. and I'd never heard of them before. Yeah, there. I I just found that one uh pretty quick. They they have another single out that came out about two weeks ago. Also, a really great song, but it slipped through our cracks. So everyone, go back uh, and check cracks. those out. <laughs> Getting dirty again, there, Dave. All right, Ian, Getting you dirty. ready for this, buddy? Uh oh, what do you got? All right. So this is my first time ever introducing you because you were oblivious last time I brought it up to Brian Fallon. I was. Okay. Yes. And this track, it, I mean, it's a weird introduction for me to give you mm-hmm. for him. I mean, this is just a one-off song. Okay. Um, but it's definitely singer-songwriter style. And dude, I, I Brian Fallon is hands down one of my favorite like writers, uh, musicians of all time, man. Mm-hmm. Like this song has a pretty, pretty duh, deep content, I would say. I mean, sure. he wrote a lot about it as well. I just didn't know how you felt about it. I mean, we haven't talked about Brian Fallon ever before, so I didn't know if it was just not your style or maybe this is song. I, I think maybe if I gave you a couple other songs, you'd enjoy it more. I'd rather listen to the other tracks because especially with this week with so much heavy that I really yeah, it enjoyed, was. it was tougher to do that transition to that kind yeah. of style. So I'll, I won't write them off. So okay. give me some other stuff to listen to. But yeah, at least for this week, I wasn't like all about that. Yeah. Brian Fallon, he has a song off uh, his most recent album that uh, it's our, uh, Nikki and I is a first dance song. So oh. you better believe I like Brian Fallon. That and then Nikki FM. I got you. <laughs> I hear you. So, oh, yeah. So Touche Amore, I thought, did a very good job with that track, Green. That was Green. good. Still, you know, on their good path. You know, they haven't decided to become a hundredth. So, yes. you know, that's very nice. Then, hey, did everyone have 11 minutes to listen to that Death Haven song? <laughs> <laughs> or Death Heaven? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that Too was much. a little tough. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked what was an actual song in it but then yeah. when it came into all the other stuff i was like okay i've had enough but yeah. in general yeah that was a little long dead letter circus did a good job was, there was, yeah it was good a weird music video of course but it, it was good very true and then i also like to make a mention before we hit the last band on this list i wanted to go ahead and make mention that we are not going to play Darren from System of a Down, whatever his shitty side project is, because <laughs> fuck that guy. He's banned. Dude, I love. I wish. I wish our fans could look at what your like little side notes are on our like page. <laughs> he always puts these ridiculous things from Ian. Darren is a dickbag, and I won't play his shitty music. That's all he Ian put. <laughs> well, I put haha after because I'm saying it in a joking <laughs> matter, but it's not really a joke. He is a bag of dicks. So fuck yeah. him and fuck whatever he wants to do. We won't promote that. So Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah, thank you. So let's end tonight with friend of the show Convictions. I am very excited for their new album. You know, they just announced it very recently. So what yep. do you think of the track? I really liked it, man. I did too. Really enjoy it. 
I did too. And because I'm so honest, though, I do have to mention there was one okay. part of the track that I wasn't as much of a fan of. And it's when they go into the breakdown and they say, shut up a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's always like a pet peeve for me because it uh -huh. seems like if they could just put something else in there. It works so much better because it sounds really childish. Like, ah, wow. See, look at me. Maybe I should shut up. I can't even talk. It sounds very childish to yell shut up in a song. Yeah. At least put some profanity in the middle of it, like shut the fuck up or something. I don't you know, know if convictions ever curses. Oh. Remember, they are very religious. Yes, they are. Yeah. Good so that's an, that's an iffy one there. But no, I liked that. I liked what they were doing. I liked the clean and unclean vocals. I've been a fan of the band for a long time. I don't always agree with the lyrical choice for them because they are a very religious band. But once again, I had them on the show too because I still enjoyed them enough to have a conversation with them. So I am looking very much forward to this brand new album. But yeah, that was the only little, little thing that was like, yep. ah, just not too <laughs> sure about that part. But other than that, all good. Good week, man. Good week of songs. I agree. No, I totally agree, man. All right. Well. Since we are done with new songs, I think it's time to go on to our favorite part of the show. And let's see if we can hear this one. Baby. <laughs> trying to hold back that feeling for so long. And if you feel like I feel, baby, come on. Oh, come on. Let's get it on. Oh, wow. That's the last week's episode. Hold on. Let me turn the rest of that. It's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I was doing the old school. Whenever Jackson was on the show, I would always do the let's get it on part at the end. Uh -huh. And then yeah. I stopped it as a little homage, but it felt you know right to go on and do yeah. that there for my horrible, horrible rendition of that segment <laughs> change. So, yeah. Dave, we have once again a lot to talk about, but it might not take that long to talk about it maybe no I don't, I don't think so yeah it was a weird week we really slashed a lot of albums and eps yeah man we and did we we even went through i mean we went through one two there's probably 12 albums on there man there's a lot of fucking albums and we listened to all of them as well and then decided which ones to get rid of yeah so yeah been a long couple days been a long while since we rocked and rolled, that's for sure. So, Dave, <laughs> I wanted to mention we didn't even like promote this at all, but we are going to be doing an early release review for the brand new EP by friend of the show, The Bunny, The Bear. So that will be at the end of this. We will yep. go ahead and make it through to that as well. So what do we start off with? Do you think we start off with some Home Wrecked? Yeah, let's give them some Home Wrecked. All right. Home Wrecked with... Try what you want, just make sure it works, EP. This is on Primordial Records. This is a progressive pop-punk band from the UK. Five tracks, not bubblegum pop-punk, you know, no. in style. Their lyrics, though, could be a little bit more on the popular, popular side, but the yeah. actual, like, vocals and everything else were more on the punk side. Definitely. They'd, yeah, I mean... It's a familiar sound, right? but we're not getting much of it this year so far, so it was good to hear it for the first time, I think. Right. No, I can agree with that. I can certainly agree with that. But yeah, I 
I guess there wasn't as much to really digest because it was pretty short. Yeah, I mean, there's five songs, 20 minutes. Um, I mean, this, I mean, I guess it opens the door. You guys can go back to their previous EP as well, which is a really good uh, EP, man. Like, I, that's how I already had them on my radar from uh, their previous EP. Right. No, I liked it, believe me. I definitely did. I think things worked very well, but yeah, it's like what you said. This right now might be a way to like open people up to the band. Definitely. Yeah. Just waiting for that full length. Absolutely. So once again, that's Homewrecked. Try what you want. Just make sure it works EP on Primordial Records. Next up, we have Divided Minds Mood Swings EP on We Are Triumphant. This is Pop Rock, six tracks. Dave, you made me listen to this. Yes, I did. So why don't you take this one away? <sighs> this is going to, this could start a debate. Oh boy. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> what this reminded me of, Ian? Oh no. You're going to say something that's going to piss me off. I don't, I think you'll agree. I, I really, especially with the song Elizabeth, mm-hmm. it really sounds like Broadside, new album. Like uh... the vocal, even the vocals, like the vocalist. It is, I mean, I love Broadside. Um, well, I don't. So I, kind of... I don't blindly support Broadside. Like I like their new album, but I don't like it near as much as I like their first album. Oh yeah, but I agree. I don't know, man. I felt no teeth in this whatsoever. <laughs> no teeth. No teeth whatsoever, dude. All I, gums. I got. I got so so mad when I listened to "Take My Hand." Well, why is that? I despise that track. I don't know why it was disgusting. It was just gross. It was gross. <laughs> this whole EP was just really, really, uh, it's not my thing. The best of luck to them. And I'm glad you liked it, but I could not stand whatsoever any of that. Just listen to Elizabeth and think of Broadside, Ian. Nah. It'll I'll pa- work. I'll pass. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything nice that you would like to say? I mean, I, I I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, it's only six songs. So, I mean, it's on We Are Triumphant. So, well, I normally, I, really I mean, I like We Are Triumphant a lot, but I don't like yeah. every band that they have. <laughs> and this is one of them. So, this is one of them. Once again, that's Divided Minds Mood Swings EP on We Are Triumphant. Yes, sir. There's a lot of noise going on in your apartment right now or house. My home. You won't believe it. She's stomping like a Clydesdale up there. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is, man. That's what I've been hearing the whole time, but now we can't take it out because I won't have no, time to edit can't. it. Nope. She she made the podcast. Oh, there that's, you go, Nikki. That's her footsteps right there. Yep. Hey, Nikki. There you go. All right. Next up, we have Oxblood's Collisions EP, and it's an independent release. This is Alternative Rock from the UK. Seven tracks. One is an intro, but... Yeah. At least that track is actually labeled an intro. Yeah, at least we have an intro. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. We can't give him shit for that. Yeah. Why? I always thought that was really weird that someone names an actual interlude or intro something other than interlude or intro. Yeah. So at least they tell you exactly what it is. But once again, this is another UK band where you can definitely hear the accent, you know, and this yeah. is their debut EP, but it still sounds great. Like I actually was a little taken aback by this band 
because I didn't know what to expect from them. Like when you listen to that first track, there are actual uncleans that come in. There's some screams yeah. that come in like briefly at random points. And it kind of does that throughout the EP as well. But yeah. I wouldn't say like, don't listen to this band for that because that's not what no. this band is. But I really enjoyed what they put together here. Yeah, man. Can, I, can we talk admire that that album artwork real quick? Yeah, I did like the album artwork. I mean, the whole skull thing has been done uh, to death, but this yeah. actually looked different and unique. Yeah, it was. I mean, that needs to be on a T-shirt like now. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with that for sure. But yeah, man, I I liked it. It's hard to explain exactly like what they sound like, but it's definitely alternative rock, but it's got a little kick to it i guess like for me i love the track stockholm because yeah. i thought that track like i want that i hope they make an ep <laughs> or a full-length album Dude, like sure. you know what i mean like that yep. track really said was like vibrant and it had something like a fast-paced like driving something that mm -hmm. worked really well for them yeah do they that this is such a good debut. I think that's one of my stronger albums or EPs this week. That's for sure. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that for sure. And normally we would go ahead and play some of this, but once again, I really don't have time to edit things together. So we'll just say, holy crap, that is so loud. Do you hear that? Oh, I hear it. All man. right, this is not a good time to be a live show, that's for sure. But we will recommend the track Stockholm for everyone. Yep. So... Once again, that's Oxblood's Collisions EP, and it's an independent release. Now we go on to some bigger, you know, releases here. Yes, sir. We've got actually, yeah, we'll do this. We'll go Shields, Life oh, yeah. in Exile, Long Branch Records. This is a metalcore, hardcore band from the UK. This is their debut album, 12 tracks. The intro track has vocals, but it's still definitely an intro track. And then there's an interlude later on. So, Dave, what did you think? And now Dave is gone. All right, so there was some technical difficulty, so I did have to go back and take that out, obviously. But we will continue from sort of where we were before. Dave, what is your opinion on Shields? Shields? I'll call it the golden child of the week, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I I knew this band was uh packing heat before due to uh intensive uh YouTube searches throughout my times. But um sure. what a good band, man. Like they're definitely brutal in some tracks and most tracks, honestly. But when they have that good balance of a little bit of cleans, like just a little bit, oh man, it's so good. Yeah, I mean it's you know, it's not a put down or anything, but it's standard metalcore. It's yeah. standard angry metalcore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what I think what separates them a little bit more is that it's a large mix of unclean vocals. So you've got your, you know, your typical metalcore, you've got your mids, you've got your lows there, but then sometimes you also get those deathcore screams as well. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. mix that with the clean vocals. And I really like that dynamic a lot. Yeah, man. I mean they're there's a lot of standout tracks on this one, but I mean, like you said, when like a metalcore album, it can get a little blendy, so sure. you have to be careful of like their formats of each song. I think they did a pretty good job of like 
not being the exact same layout each song, you know? Yeah, I would say so. And yeah, I mean, this is once again, this is a British band, so you can also hear that accent come out yeah. a little bit here as well. <laughs> but yeah, I like that, you know, that mix from going from deathcore, metalcore to cleans and back and forth. I also thought, I mean, this album has breakdowns, it has blah, you know, it has <laughs> all the stuff that we look for in the album. So, I mean, you're not going to go wrong here at all. No, yeah. If, if you like metalcore, I don't know why you're not already into this band, but right. you really should be. And then also, they had the, I think it's called White Embers, that track with Spencer of Ice Nine Kills. Yes. So that oh, was very awesome. cool. And I wanted to make a note, Dave, because I'm not sure if you saw this because you don't have Twitter. And I don't know if it was okay. put anywhere else. But Spencer did go ahead and pimp this album out. Now, I don't know if he had to do that, but he did mention it. <clears throat> wow, my, I lost my voice there. He did mention it, and he did bring up that people should be listening to this album. So when you were talking mm -hmm. about, hey, if you are featured on an album, why yeah, would you not man. tell people about, uh, you know, about said album? Wow, now I just can't talk. So this is going to be a I, great... I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great <laughs> rest of the episode. So, yeah, I definitely enjoyed this. I think, you know, I'm not sure if they did enough to completely stand out from the very very crowded you know pool of metalcore bands but in yeah. general not only is this a really really good debut you know debut album but it's a good album in general anyways especially if you like that style of metalcore yeah it um definitely nailed it right there you know i i can't stress that enough how cool that is for spencer to repost things like that yeah no absolutely and I want to make sure people listen to something good. Listen to White Embers. I thought that was a great yep. track. Yeah. And Super, I, yeah. you're not going to go wrong with the rest of this album either. No. no. Solid album. For sure. So once again, that is Shields, Life in Exile on Long Branch Records. I feel kind of weird not playing tracks from these, but I mean, <laughs> we can't really do that right now. Yeah. It's just the yeah, way it is. Yeah, for sure. So let's go on to The Noble abolitionism ep did i say that right uh close enough i think it's abolitionism i'm very impressed with myself right yeah yeah that, that's good you nailed it all right i think you don't know how to say it so you're thinking oh i'll just pretend like you <laughs> didn't say it right abolitionism ep it's an independent release this is six tracks it's a hardcore band it is boston hardcore by the way yeah they are short tracks, all under three minutes, some under two, old school hardcore, screaming, strained vocals, you know, some very good riffs, you know, going throughout this album. But once again, it's an EP with very short tracks, so it's tough yeah. to really get into it. But what I would definitely say is this is probably a really fun band to see live. Oh, yeah, man. And you, it blows my mind you still haven't seen this band from being from Boston. Well... <laughs> I do, I will say this. I have an upcoming Ian Hates Conversations with a band that we both really enjoy that happens okay. to be from this area. And we talk about how there's a big separation between the music scene and Boston's hardcore scene. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is very, very interesting. And it's true as well. So yeah. I have seen many bands like this band, you know, like The Noble. But 
I haven't actually seen The Noble before, but I would like to for sure. It's just, once again, it's a quick, hardcore EP, so it's tough to really go into details with it because, sure, it's good. If you like old-school hardcore, you're going to really like this, but there's nothing really that makes it stand out enough for us to say, like, oh, well, they did this, this, and this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's uh, worth listening to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a quick listen. I mean, I think it's like 12 minutes, so definitely worth your time. Yeah, for sure. So once again, that's the Noble Abolitionism EP, and it's an independent release. I'm so proud of myself because I'm pretty sure I said that right. (laughs) Now we've got Cancer Bats, The Spark That Moves. It's, what is it, Bat Skull Records? I think so. Yeah, yeah. This is Skull Records. How cool is that? That's a cool name, man. Daddy-o. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm getting punch drunk right now. I don't know why. So this is Canadian rock metal hardcore, 11 tracks, no filler. This is number six for full-length albums for them. I hear a very good amount of every time I die in here for sure. I You can also definitely hear, it's funny, they're Canadian, but you can hear a lot of like southern rock, southern metal twangs yeah. in here. <laughs> but, you know... I think it all works. I really enjoyed this. Now, Cancer Bats weren't a band that I was totally familiar with, but they did start around the time that Every Time I Die did. Okay, that makes more sense now. But, you know, it's you know it's fun. It's fast-paced. It's heavy. Lots of driving guitars. It's almost got that old-school metal feel on top of, like, the old-school southern rock southern metal feel as well. So I think that works out well for them. The vocals sometimes sound like a Wednesday 13, a Rob Zombie, a Marilyn Manson. Like It's like that raspy, kind of gravelly, yeah. strained vocals. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like good screamo-type vocals. But I definitely mm-hmm. hear a lot of Wednesday 13 in there, too. Yeah, I was going to say, that was my next uh, point for you. Yeah. I figured you'd enjoy this a lot because of that. No, I really did. And I like this. This was my surprise because I oh. really wasn't, yeah, I wasn't as familiar with cancer bats so for me like that's a straight through it didn't seem really to blend that much either so it was just like fun track after fun track you know times were around three minutes or so so it's not a super long album but it's like right where it needs to be i think i don't think there was anything wrong with that you know no and you know you get a band called cancer bats the week before we had necro goblicon yeah does it get much better than that i don't know we're on a good streak I will say that for sure. I'm glad <laughs> you worked. Skull Records? Like, yeah. You can't make this stuff up. Well, I'm surprised like Event Sevenfold didn't start Bat Skull Records like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, so yeah, I think if you're a fan of Every Time I Die and Grey Haven, like, I don't know why you wouldn't like can- yeah. Yeah, Cancer Bats. Wow, man, I am losing it. So yeah, <laughs> I very much enjoyed this album. I hope people go listen. They don't seem to be changing, you know, to fit the mainstream or anything. They've been like this for a long fucking time. So go ahead, take a listen. I would say really any track on this album. Yeah, yeah, just listen to them. They're (laughs) fucking good. So Cancer Bats, The Spark That Moves on Bat Skull Records. Yes, sir. And I believe this is last up, right? Uh, I believe so, sir. So we have, even though this album is actually coming out on Friday, 
So you're probably listening to this either the day before or you're listening to it on Friday. Or maybe you're listening to this months and months down the road. You're like, wow, we already know, Ian. We get it. <laughs> but this is technically a you know premiere review kind of for Ian Hates Music. We've got Friend of the Show, The Bunny the Bear, You Have to Die a Few Times EP, and it's on Tough Luck Music. Obviously, this is a brand new record label for them. They started yeah. this record label. They were for their release. What was it last year? Was it 2017? Yeah. I think yeah. they were on Needful Things, which was a brand new record label. But now it makes sense. I think Matt likes to do everything he possibly can. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, why not just make a record label as well? So tough Funny. luck music right there. So this is Poppy Electronic yeah, I was gonna. I was waiting for your for your genre classification, but yeah, the bunny, it. the bear are very difficult to put into yeah. genre <laughs> classifications. That is for sure. But I think this EP compared to a lot of their other albums and EPs was yeah. easier to put in one genre. Okay, and I think I'm that was done familiar. on purpose. Oh, okay. Look, I love them. I'm a okay. huge fan because. Like you said, you brought up Necro. You brought up, I almost fucked it up again. Necrogoblicon. <laughs> yeah, you brought that up. I like weird shit. We all know that. Oh, yeah. The bunny, the bear, is weird shit. For anyone that doesn't know who they are, just imagine Matt, who is just this gruff guy who's in a bunny, a half bunny mask, and he does all the unclean vocals and then some clean vocals throughout the years as well. And yeah. then you've got. You know, relatively, at least when I've seen the bear, you know, he's been different people. But <laughs> when you see the bear, it's a larger fellow who has a half yeah. bear mask on and he's doing unauto-tuned high, high vocals. Mm-hmm. So to see Very them do this live, it's fucking nuts. Oh, well, you've seen them live then. I was going to ask. Yeah, I've seen them live with like three different versions of the bear. I've seen them live <laughs> when the bear was a woman and oh, cool. she wow. didn't. Yeah. Like the one time they didn't wear masks is when uh-huh. they had a really attractive woman. as the bear, <laughs> <laughs> which I remember laughing out loud at. I was like, wow, that makes total sense of why Matt's not wearing that shit anymore. But yep. they are back to the masks again, but they've had such a crazy career you really should go back. I can give okay. you a lot of, you know, like recommendations for them. But this one here is five tracks. So it's not a huge EP and there's rumbling in the background. It's definitely wait, is it five tracks? I think it's yes, it is five tracks. Yeah. So I don't know. Like the bunny the bear always is, it's dueling vocals. So you're gonna get that. But what I noticed yeah. right off the bat was that the unclean vocals were more mixed into the background. Uh-huh. They were not at the forefront. And that's okay. not always the case. If you listen to previous albums, it's more either balanced or the unclean vocals are more over the top. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I'm not as familiar with them, like I, I wouldn't be able to notice those differences like you, you, you're obviously able to do. Right. And I also don't know. So Joseph was the original bear. He came back for that last album because he had been gone for like a really long time. He came back for the Uh last album. I think he's gone again. I don't think he's the bear in this EP. So I'm not sure who it is. It's always Matt. Matt's always the bunny. He's been there their entire discography. But I don't know who the bear is here. So that might be 
a reason for the change a little bit, but also they do whatever they want, and I wouldn't be surprised. Or Matt does whatever he wants, and I wouldn't be surprised if this kind of dynamic was done on purpose to just be a little bit different. Yeah, it's, it's definitely different. You have to really have an open mind going into this one. Yes, you always have to have an open mind with the Bunny the Bear. That is for sure. But I definitely enjoyed this because, one thing, I'm a fan anyways. But also, mm -hmm. I do still like that weird dynamic where you've got weird electronic core, almost EDM in the background. And I know they use instruments in you know live settings. So I know yeah. this is actually done with instruments. But you've got that. Yeah. And then you've got who I think does amazing unclean vocals. You've got Matt doing that. And then you've got the bear. It is funny saying that, but you've got the bear doing <laughs> these very high vocals these ones might have a touch of auto-tune on them i couldn't okay. tell on this one as much but maybe not and i don't want to like piss anyone off i i'm not sure i'm not sure on no that one. but i liked it i like it was definitely more on the poppy yeah. side but you got to give this band a chance because they're so fucking weird and they're really talented and i just really enjoy it so maybe i don't know maybe i'm always gonna like what they do but i can't help that no, I, I really did enjoy it. It's very weird, man. And we here at Ian Hates Music, we like some weird shit. Man. We love some fucking weird shit. That is true. <laughs> so really, this is a holdover because I know for a fact right now that they're working on a brand new album. And we'll probably cool. have that brand new album relatively soon. And we'll probably huh? do another advanced review for it. So I think this is a holdover to kind of like get people's opinion on what's going on and, you know, put some stuff out. They could come out super heavy, you know, in this next album. We have no idea because Matt just does whatever he feels like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I definitely even if you're like, oh, no, that sounds really weird. I'm not too sure about it. Give it a listen and go back to their discography as well, and maybe it'll give you a little more understanding of this. Maybe you'll get some of the flavor from that and you'll enjoy okay. this a little bit more there's a possibility with that but i thought this was done really well they're also really good at production like matt knows how to produce albums and how to make it sound right yeah and that, i can definitely tell with that the production was incredible yeah so i would say go ahead and listen to tell the truth very much enjoy that we played the single i think it was let go before on the show as well but just to remind everyone i know we've said the name a million times but it's the Bunny the Bear, You Have to Die a Few Times EP on Tough Luck Music. So, enjoy. Wow, Dave. Man, this whole, like, not taking breaks to do stuff is super tiring. <laughs> it really is yes, to continue talking all the fucking time. But I do like it. I mean, I look, I would do a radio show for, like, three hours a day if I could. Ooh. I'd be totally fine with you that. Wanna, are you trying to make this a radio Radio show, Ian, you sell out. You sell, yeah, because I wouldn't be able to swear. <laughs> I'd be like, frick, frick, and frack. Oh, gosh darn it. Gosh, I do say that in real life, though, too. Gosh darn it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about upcoming albums for this Friday. It's Friday the 27th. We've got Limbs, Hawthorne Heights, Taken, Godsmack, Sink the Ship, Among Them, Homewrecker, Royal Coda. Wait, is Homewrecker? Oh, we had the other. We had. Uh -huh. Yeah, wow. That's Home weird. Homewrecked. Wow. Royal Coda, Skindred, which we are not doing. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not wasting my <laughs> fucking time. 
no thank you and then like we just talked about the bunny the bear you have to die a few times ep on tough luck music plus dave i don't know if you saw what i added there did you see uh-huh. so oh, i see victory records was very very kind and went ahead and sent over the brand new album by dead girls academy it's called alchemy and once again it's on victory records this album doesn't come out until june 15th damn we have it right now i have listened to it i very much enjoyed it dave i will be sending it over to you so that we can go over everything and do a very very early album review for this and what i didn't realize remember when we talked about this band before yeah so it's produced by ronnie radke you know i had mentioned i'd seen this was like years ago but i actually went and saw this band live they were opening for falling in reverse and we were like holy shit this band sounds like ronnie radke like what's going on (laughs) i did not know but the lead vocalist is (laughs) i completely forgot it's michael vampire oh okay yeah from vampires everywhere Uh so this is his new band so there's like plenty to talk about with this as well but i very much enjoyed it i think you're gonna enjoy it too so we'll do a very week yeah that's gonna well i think we're gonna cut out like a bunch of those but who knows there's four that are like really good to me so true looking forward to it no that's very true that's very true well dave i think we are all set now with our favorite part of the show. Did I even say favorite part of the show earlier? I don't know. No, I think I think you did. Okay. I think you did. I hope so, because that would really leave the haters out there wanting more. So very glad uh-huh. that I was taken care of. But now, I believe it's time to talk about some concert that I went to. Am I correct? Oh, you are correct, sir. All right, I'll try and get this song right. Shove it up your ass. Shove it up your ass. Shove it up your ass. I don't know. oh i hope people are listening to this for the first time oh yeah man no production value no nothing it's just like hey we're just talking into a mic like a regular show yes sir and you know good things can come of this i think i don't know i look i very much enjoyed our last one but i think i've really fucked up a bunch of shit tonight so i'm not sure how this one is gonna go (laughs) because it has been crazy i've had a combined like eight hours sleep in the last four days Ooh. maybe so that's it's bad Ian. yeah well i have too much shit going on so i can't help it like it's just the way it is so anyways all right we are now in concert reviews i went to see an awesome show i went to see friends of the show sienna skies and also see i don't want to say friends of the show sienna skies and hawthorne heights because technically hawthorne heights are not friends of the show so <laughs> hawthorne heights as well but okay. I was so happy to get the chance to see Sienna Skies live because obviously they are from Australia. They are friends of the show. I had a great mm-hmm. conversation with Josh. He's the bassist. He also does some unclean vocals as well. I really enjoyed that conversation. So this was the first time that I ever got to meet up with the band and meet up with Josh. So yeah. talked to Josh for a little bit before you know they went on stage. They had such a great set they did one of the best live performances i've seen all year that's awesome man it was so fucking good like sometimes you forget when a band has an album that's released a little while ago yeah you just kind of forget about it like and then you listen to it again you're like holy shit this is so damn good 
And then live, they did it great. Like it sounded like the album. You could feel the blast beats, the bass drops. Like it was one of those ones where when they hit, the ripple goes through the entire crowd. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what was also a little bit stranger with this tour was that they were the heaviest band on the tour because exactly. it was made up of heavy things, which they're not heavy. That's not heavy. A, it's a strange name for them, but they're not heavy. Then you've got hotel books, and then you've got Hawthorne Heights. Hmm. Many questions to be asked on this, Ian. Well, why don't you go ahead and shoot? Hotel books. How, how, how did that go over? I am not a huge fan of that style, okay. but it's fu- what was funny was when he played some of the newer stuff, uh-huh. it's more of like he's being sarcastic with what he's doing by trying to sound like other people to make fun of the people who says, hey, you shouldn't do this. You should sound like other people. But those uh-huh. ones where he does that, he sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I heard he was – like I heard all the bands are very nice and like all that kind of stuff. So, good. you know, for at least that. But – most of my time, honestly, was after Santa Skies got off stage, was just hanging out with Josh. And cool. we're going to have a very, very, very cool, I'll say very again, very, 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 very cool uh, ugh, conversation with them yeah. when the tour is ended. Because this tour is over 50 dates. Yeah, man, it's huge. It's a huge fucking tour. They're going to be getting a lot of press. And it's weird. They should be a huge band. I mean, they've had four full-length albums. There's a lot, like, good albums, too. Like, really good albums, yeah. No, no, they're a really good band. They're a staple. They should be a post-hardcore staple. So yep. right now, I know, I don't want to, I'm not going to say anything that Josh and I spoke of, but let's just say okay. when we have the conversation, a lot of very interesting things are going to be talked about. Oh, boy. Yeah. Man, you've, you've put out too many good ones recently, man. There's still some more coming, too. <laughs> but thank you. But thank you. But yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun because, you know, they're going to talk about the tour. We're going to talk about behind the scenes stuff. We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff. So that was a lot of fun. And then while I'm talking to Josh, I'm also listening to Hawthorne Heights. And it is really fun hearing all, you know, they play Nikki FM. They awesome. played Ohio is for Lovers. You know, they did the same stuff that they would normally do. But I've seen Hawthorne Heights a long time. Ah, I have seen Hawthorne Heights for many years. So yeah. it wasn't a new thing for me to see them. They always do a good job. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'd imagine they have, I, I bet their craft is like down pat by now, man. I would think so. I would think so. I've seen them do it, so I know so. And then they had <laughs> a really cool shirt that said, I used to listen to Hawthorne Heights in high school. <laughs> I like when a band oh, wow. can poke fun of themselves. You know what I mean? I know, man. Yeah. So I got to say this for sure. If you like Hawthorne Heights, you should be going to see them live. If you don't know Sienna Skies or you've never seen them live, you need to take this opportunity to do so. They are going all across the United States. I know that Dave, unfortunately, will not be able to see Sienna Skies. That's just the way it is. They're playing like eight <laughs> hours away from you or something. So that's not yeah, man. But other people in the country, they're going, they're they're even going to Hawaii. But not in Ohio. Not in Ohio, no. <laughs> they they call that the Hawaii of the North, though. Oh, wow. No, huh. they don't. All right. So, <laughs> Hawaii yeah. of the North. <laughs> I would definitely recommend that show to people. Make sure you go out and support friends of the show, Sienna Skies, all awesome guys. They're, you know, 
picking up their whole lives to come here for like two and a half months, you know, buy some merch, go support them. They definitely deserve it. And they will rock your socks off live. Yes, sir. And I have a bit of an announcement right here for you. What the what? Yeah, man. What do you got? So this is my third time purchasing this ticket. (laughs) I am going, well, I should be going to a silent planet show. Hoorah. Uh-huh. What tour is what that one? What can go wrong? Just wait and see. Yeah, everything will go wrong. You'll probably you know what's gonna happen? Nikki's gonna have the baby. <laughs> so you can something say, crazy. You can say, Hey Nikki, I'll meet you at the hospital when I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, I have to do this. Yeah, I'm not missing Silent Planet again. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> oh man. Who are they on tour with again? You know, they went on tour with like Bands I'm not real familiar with, and the point of oh, this shit. tour is they are going with um they're going with like small venues. Sweet. And if I'm not mistaken, they um I, I, they have an album done. I think we announced that, right? Yeah, but it might be the same thing where it needs to be mixed and mastered, and that's going to take months. You know, like Fit for a King are done, Ghost Key are done. Yeah. You know, it takes a while once you've done tracked it. Once you've done tracked yeah. it. Once you have tracked it. Holy <laughs> shit, man. I don't know about these live shows anymore. So they don't they don't start until um late late June is the okay. first June thirtieth is the first show. Yeah um, hey maybe the new album would be out by then. Maybe or le- or maybe they'll at least play a couple, you know. Yeah, I'm sure they'll play some new tracks. And, but they're out with um, the band My Epic. Yep. Comrades. Okay, I know and Comrades. Tiger Wine. I well, Tiger Wine, obviously friend of the show. Okay. Yeah, so make sure when you're there, that's two friends of the show. So when you're there, make sure you go give Garrett Russell a hug. Tell him that I need him back on the show again. And then also go say hey to Hayden Troby from yep. Tiger Wine. Now, I will have him back on the show whenever he's got new music because he was a lot of fun to talk to as well. And you better believe, since the Silent Planet guys are like DIY type of type of fellows, mm-hmm. I'm going to offer my place for them to stay in between Columbus and Cleveland. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Could you imagine? Would you, I'll, I'll, I'll have him with me and we'll just call you Ian. Oh, well, I mean, as long as you stay away and let me just talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of you. <laughs> I've had enough of this guy. Yeah, that's right. All right, man. Well, that is good. I hope that nothing keeps you from that show. Yeah, I, I debated even telling you. Yeah, that probably ruined it. And by the way, that recently ruined something. I had told you I was having an Ian Hates conversations with someone, and it didn't happen because that happens every time I tell you something. <laughs> so we've learned our lessons yes we yes sir so yeah man those are our concert reviews i guess and i think that means it is time to end the show it's time sir all right here we go again dave it is end of the show time do that thing you do all right, guys. So keep in touch with us, of course. Dave of Doom on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Ian over here runs pretty much. I mean, he technically does run a business now. I run all so, the businesses. Yes. Um, 
be feel free to message either one of us, you know, hate mail, keep it going. Um, Ian's been putting out uh, these conversations recently that are, will I say your best Ian? Holy shit. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think all of them are my best, but, but yes. back to back guests like that. Wait till you hear the other ones too. Dude, the only, I had one question okay. about the recent one. Yep. So he, he might've answered it. Um, well, wait, wait, wait. Do you want me to do the announcement first and then you ask the question? Well, I had a question about Mikey's interview a little bit. Well, that's what I mean. We haven't even announced that one. All right. Announce yeah. it. All right. There we go. See, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> All right. So the recent string, we had Joe Taylor of Versus as well as Joe Taylor Must Die. We had the great Johnny Frank of Bill Murray and a 10-year retrospective of Attack, Attack. Someday came suddenly. See, I always almost have to sing talk that because I love it. <laughs> and I even forget if we ever actually mentioned that on the show. I think I got that one out the day of the show the last time. So, yeah, the second one that just came out was none other than Johnny Frank for the third time. So I think yes, you're really sir. going to enjoy it. Like Johnny and Frank and I can just talk forever. That, that that one's my favorite one of the three. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, yep. it's one of those things. I mean, it's a wrestling thing. But one of the chants people do now are fight forever. <laughs> I think people could do talk forever with us. Yep. Talk forever. <laughs> if we could, we'd have a podcast together. That is for sure. But definitely he, listen he, to that he one. He said the title of it. I forget what it was. Oh, shit. I don't remember either. It was good. It was good. I'll have to go back. Yeah. Any haters want to tell me that, that would be great. But, Sauce something. Oh, the... Uh, the oh shit it it wasn't even sauce boss or anything shit i can't remember damn it yeah those are always really fun and i was really sick too and i was glad it came out uh so that that worked out well so that was the other one and then the newest one the one i got out a day ago i guess or two days by the time this comes out was another returning friend of the show mikey sawyer of misfortune and i forget if i had tease this or if i'd taken it out of one of the shows but this is from what i know the only interview that he has done there aren't many interviews with mikey sawyer and this is one of the only interviews if not the only interview where he talks about why the band broke up he talks about the issues with johnny craig of slaves and he talks about, <laughs> you know, going into the mental substance hospital. Yeah. He talks about all that kind of stuff. Not on the level that, you know, Joe Taylor did, but it's no. still like you can tell he's being really real. You know yeah, what I mean? You like, can definitely tell like he's uh, being like, I wouldn't say cautious with his words, but he's like really, he's, he's really meaning what he's saying. You know, oh, like yeah. it's, it's not easy for him just to come up and talk about. No, absolutely not. He talks about his failed marriage. Like, I remember when he got married or when he got engaged, you know, wishing him the best and like all that kind of stuff. And then to hear why he went into the marriage so quickly. And then, like, it's really interesting stuff. And I know he's a very polarizing person because you hear certain stories about him. I only know the good guy. I know from when I met him. And I know from this new interview, like, he always seems very genuine to me. So I can't talk for anything else because I personally think he's great. But that's what I know. So anyway, so go ahead. What was your question? 
he didn't he was kind of against like having features or covers there for like early on he mentioned like he was kind of now he's starting to see the upside of it right so the song um double threat or danger or whatever it is the double threat of danger yep yeah um that originally had tyler carter in it correct yes so when it came on the album he decided to take that off for that reason maybe you know i never asked him that i don't even really hear tyler in there though i mean i have both versions i listened to the the newest of like the version on the album obviously more right but I wonder if that's why he changed that song for that reason. Or... It's possible. No, it's yeah. absolutely possible. But yeah, that's a good pickup. No, I didn't get a chance to ask that one. Yeah, but you nailed all the other questions, though, I'd say. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm a fan, so I'm not going to completely yeah. put him in crazy positions. But I think I asked all the major questions there. I mean, I got every single question that I wanted to, to know what was like everything that we asked on the show when misfortune broke up like why who like when we brought up when you had saw when you had seen all the johnny craig you know messing with him and fucking with him like i asked all those questions and i got answers to all those questions i know it it was so ridiculous man (laughs) so yeah i mean there are a lot of really i mean if you think about what joe taylor talked about if you think about like johnny frank does not go on shows and talk about attack attack no. I think no. this might have been the first time he ever said that he that he wants to do an attack attack reunion. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Like this is what I don't get, Dave, and I'm kind of going off on a rant a little bit. But wouldn't you think that maybe not all press cuz they hate me, but other publications would pick up these interviews and fucking wouldn't there be quote boxes for what they say? Like you, yeah, you know, you'd think, right? Yeah, like when we talked about like what Buddy Nielsen said from Census Fail, like when he's talking about Attila and Franz, that's a blurb from an interview. Like, yep. wouldn't you think that these places would pick it up and be like, hey, you know, listen to what Johnny Frank says about you know wanting to talk to Caleb to get you know yeah. attack attack together? Like, I I don't understand how and that, that honestly, stuff doesn't happen. Get the ball rolling, honestly, you know. Yeah, for I, it to actually happen. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what's going on, but I will say, and I know you're a big proponent of this. I am too. I want to send a big thank you to Joe Taylor, to Johnny Frank, to Mikey Sawyer, because all of them shared the yep. interview. Like, and Mikey Sawyer, holy shit, he he shared it on every single social media, not only on his personal account, but also on the Misfortune account on every so single good, one. Yeah, that covers Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Like, I love it when bands do that. Like, it's, it's yeah. Awesome. Why wouldn't you? You know. Well, like, that's also yeah. You would think that maybe even Mikey Sawyer, who is so open and you know, like, legitimately talks about things that are going on in his life, maybe he wouldn't want to do that as much. But he was yeah. totally like, no, this is what I said, and I believe in it, and this is the truth, and I'm getting it out there. Yeah, so, yeah, the majority of his, th- his things he said, they were negative things, you know? Like, I mean, he wasn't talking about how awesome, like, I mean, he did a little bit, but he wasn't sitting there just pushing his new music, you right. know? Yeah, exactly. So I do want to thank everyone for that, for sure. And once again, any one of you haters out there that are listening to those, reach out to those people 
and say, you know, and say, hey, I, you know, I'm so glad you were this open and honest or, you know, hey, I didn't listen to your music before, but now I'm listening to it. Like, once again, people love hearing that stuff. They really yes, do. And if you want, you know, if you want even bigger, and it's hard to say even bigger because I'm having amazing people on the show, but if you want even more bands to come on and have conversations like those, get those likes up, get those shares up, you know, tell bands, hey, I want you on Ian Hates Music. I want you on Ian Hates Conversations because that's where you're going to get a real interview. Yep, that's the way to do it. Be annoying about it. Just tag, well, tag Ian and don't shit. Be, don't be dicks to you know artists and <laughs> no, stuff. But I mean, dick, no. in general, just be like, hey, I love what you did here. Or hey, I'm listening to your music now. Like that really, really does help. It honestly does. So yeah. One thing we didn't do during hate mail was to plug all that stuff. So, Dave, you did say the Dave of Doom on Instagram, but we'll say that one more time. And then also, if you want to get in touch of me, get a, get a touch of me. If you want to get a touch of me, <laughs> do this. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, Instagram and as well Twitter, it's at Ian Hates Podcast. No S at Ian Hates Podcast on Facebook facebook.com slash Ian hates. And then also Gmail Ian hates at gmail.com. Now I am pretty sure that the whole iTunes thing is all fixed. Yep. It's good. Yeah. So now just so you know, though, the same rules apply. You can listen to Ian hates music. Ian hates movies. Ian hates conversations. You can listen to them on iTunes. You can listen on Stitcher, Google play music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, like everywhere you can listen to the shows. So yep. never worry about that. If one site doesn't work, just go to the next one. You'll be completely fine. But I am going to ask because this is a lot of work and stuff. Please share this stuff around. And maybe yes, not sir. this episode. I don't know. It's a live episode. It's a little bit weirder. You know, I'm, you know, singing along with what the segment changes are supposed to be. <laughs> But a regular episode or an Ian Hates Conversations, like, share it around. Let people know that this is the place to find all this stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I think that's important. Yeah, man. Telling telling a friend, sharing, it, it does wonders, really. It really does. So now, before my voice completely gives out because I haven't been sleeping and I've been trying to get more conversations out. By the way, there are more awesome conversations coming out. Oh boy. So many good ones you guys are really going to enjoy. So, Dave, until then, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick. And I will leave you the way I always do long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So, goodbye. So I'll ride for you.